Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, August 30th. Joe, happy belated birthday. Birthday was what, two days ago? You're <laughs> Thank the, you. You're, Thank you. You're welcome. You're the big 3-1. Yeah. And the preseason is finally over. Yes. Preseason's finally over, but now we are in fantasy football draft weeks. We are. That is correct. And if you're anything like most of my leagues I've ever been in, you're going to wait till the last, the probably very last 24 to 48 hours before the season starts. Well, like that Tuesday or Wednesday. We got to make sure everybody who's going to get shot gets shot first. Yes. Everybody who's going to get hurt gets hurt first. Correct. And if you're going to get cut, you're going to get make sure they get cut first. Yes. We want to we want to know exactly who we're drafting. You know, we we aren't professionals. We're not like the you know people that draft on draft day. We don't right, have to do right. all that stuff. We I just need, I need you to tell me who's on the roster so that I can pick. Yes. Okay. I don't want to play the little game. <laughs> I don't want to play the little game. Um, I don't have time to go scout everybody. Exactly. Exactly. I. This is this is a, a tough week for people like me because I'm always a treasurer for for our leagues. Well, that's and, a stressful. Job. Oh yeah, this is this is where you got to grind and collect all the dues. Yep. Because like you know the the, the little stingy motherfuckers don't want to fucking pay and. You know, it's, it, it's time to pay the tax collector here. It's a smart idea to have the treasurer as a separate job from the commissioner. Correct. Be, all in itself because, I mean, that is something. Like, you you pile that on with the commissioner's job, like, no. That's too much for one person. I, I completely agree. Completely. Because, like, like I said, like, this this part of, of the fantasy year is, is tough for not only commissioners – but for the treasures, and if you got both of them, you're trying to collect dues and figure out draft dates. Because when you're trying to figure out the draft date, it is it's tough because you gotta you gotta appeal to everybody's schedule. Yes, everybody's schedule. People do diff- have different jobs. They have kids. They have a wife, girlfriend, whatever it is. And as a commissioner, you have to figure all that out. Then you have to, to then you have to start the the uh, fantasy draft or whatever it is on whatever platform you're using. And then on top of that, to collect dues, no, too much. You got to separate. Yeah, it, fantasy football was so much easier during college. It really was. We it's, have way too much time. Yeah. So for any listeners that are in college, just take appreciate this time. Yes, take full advantage of it. Yeah, it changes. The whole complexion changes whenever you move to from you know college into the adult world. Where you, especially you, when like all of your friends move to like different places in the U.S. Yes. That's when it's you. You're coordinating this gigantic clusterfuck of people at, from out of state. Yep. Trying to get them all together. But, anyways, it is time. It is that time of the year. I'm so excited. Can't wait. It's going to be a good good time. Um, I want to first talk just because this is fresh. You saw the news today about um fucking CD Deuce. Oh gosh, did I? So, CD um, Gardner Johnson, cornerback for the Saints, uh, got traded to the Eagles for um, basically like three dollars. Yeah, it was it was like three dollars and was, three cents. I, mean, I was so excited about this too because he's so fucking good. And then we just give him away to the Eagles for next to nothing because we couldn't figure out a long term deal for him. And I, I I got I got really mad. I I unfollowed him on Twitter. I basically told. Told you to, that I wanted Philadelphia to burn itself, and I, I, I overreacted, but I, I was very angry. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll get to the Philadelphia thing in a second, but did did we not? Could we not like just tell, have him agree to maybe just play out this season? Like this there season? wasn't. Come on. Yeah, I mean, like. I feel like it would have been in some of his interest as well because we are stacked to be a good team and a good defense. We're going to the Super Bowl. I already said it. Yeah, I mean, we are going to the Super Bowl. So, like, I I, I don't know. I, I just I don't know how the Saints couldn't come to that agreement to at least keep them to stay for this season. I just I'm perplexed. One one fucking season. That's all it is. And he's he's a nutcase anyway. So like, I oh god, I I got really really angry. I don't like him anymore. Um, he was one of my favorite cornerbacks. I mean, we're still going to the Super Bowl, but yes, but, but now we hate Philly. Now we hate hate Philly. Yeah, why does Philly want to be? Why is Philly obsessed with us? I don't. They they seem to always get want to, want our players. They, they want they want to be us. Yes, they've gotten Darren Sproles. They've gotten Malcolm uh, Jenkins Jenkins in the past. They've gotten shoot. Now they got uh, C J Gardner Johnson. I, I don't understand. Why why are you so obsessed with us? Wait, uh, it's and like it's I don't understand. Philly's got like great history. They just won a Super Bowl. They're like one of the oldest cities in America. They're also one of the biggest cities in America. Like fuck off, Philly. Fuck <laughs> oh, off. Fuck I off. used to like Philly. I I'd go there I I go there for Thanksgiving every year. I got some friends up there. I used, like fuck Philly now. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like Philly. Fuck them. Um so the Saints got a <laughs> a 2023 fifth round pick, and then the worst of the two sixth round picks in 2024. Not the good sixth round pick, like <laughs> there is a good sixth round pick. The worst of the sixth round pick. Yeah, that the, they have the worst of the two. Whatever comes of of that. Yeah, yeah, and that we, is terrible. Not only that, we gave them CD Deuce and a seventh round pick. Yeah, and a seventh round pick. Like, yeah, why? Jesus Christ, we really couldn't get anything for him? I mean, because he was a, I want to say a third round or a second rounder. I mean, and, and I think I he's, I, he's, I feel like really he's, good. I was about to say, I feel like he's exceeded his value of where he got drafted at. So you would at least be able to get some, get at least equal or more in, in value. I, I don't know. Right? That's what yeah. I'm thinking too. I don't know. But whatever, dude. I, we're still going to the Super Bowl. Still going to the Super Bowl. Um... So did we? Uh, <laughs> so last week we had um, we had Pete Carroll talk about how <laughs> he has two quarterback number ones. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And then this week we had Kyle Shanahan say that he has two quarterback number ones. So we got Geno Smith, Drew Locke, Jimmy G, and Trey Lance. All four of those guys are number one. Or QB number ones, yeah. The, there's there, what the math is not adding up here. No, because there's there's 32 quarterbacks in starting quarterbacks in the league, right? Yeah. Yes. And somehow San Francisco and Seattle have four of them. Yes. It doesn't. It makes no sense. It it makes no fucking it sense. Makes no fucking sense, <laughs> dude. Like, <laughs> I just love. It just humors me to to think that like these coaches actually said this. They have two QB number ones in. They're Drew Locke, Geno Smith, Trey Lance, and Jimmy G. Yeah, I, I love how they just are going to ignore the the whole you know saying that's developed throughout the years. Like when you have two QBs, you don't have one. You know, like just exactly. act like it never it never existed, and just be like, oh no, yeah, we got two QBs. You know, QB QB is the most important position, so we want to get as many as we want uh, as we can. All, like a whole football roster of quarterback ones. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what you need to have. 
Uh, They're the people that love playing two quarterbacks, two starting quarterback fantasy leagues. Yes, yes. They love the two quarterback leagues. Okay. Yes. All right, that's probably what it is. Pete Carroll just is like, he's he's mixing up his notes from his fantasy league and his actual, you know, the Seattle Seahawks. He's, yes. He mixed them up and he's like, oh, I need two. Two of these guys on my roster spots. Hell, I think he's even on the roster spot. He actually was out there chucking some balls. Yeah, oh, he might be. He might yeah. be trying to like. He, he probably insert. penciled himself in there. Ah, got it. Okay. He just makes his own rules now. He's getting old though. He's a little senile. Yeah. But. Yeah, so we got that. Um, that's going to be fun to watch. Although, I see, dude, the 49ers keeping Jimmy G, is gonna, I think, is going to be terrible for Trey Lance. Oh, absolutely. It's terrible for his psyche. It's just like, all right, hey, if I fuck up, I have NFC champion Jimmy G behind me. Yes. Uh, I, that's, I mean, you hit the nail on the head on that one. I don't, I don't understand that, like... You know, they San Fran came out at the beginning of the offseason saying, hey, we're going to move forward with Trey Lance. And this is not showing that you're moving tra- mm-hmm. forward with Trey Lance. No. I, I I think, honestly, I get that they didn't get the deal that they wanted from Jimmy G, but you, you got to cut him. I mean, you got to do something. You, yeah, you I think you got to cut him. You can't just have him on there, like, lingering over Trey Lance's shoulder. Like, and then they, they have all these, like, I got a b- bunch of notifications about how Trey Lance is excited about um, Jimmy G coming back. No, he's not. No, nobody's no, not. Nobody's excited about the X. No, I mean they're still hung up on the X. Yeah, so like, it's exactly. It's just like all right, they have a new girlfriend, but they still text their ex. Like, yeah, like they, you're not comp- you're not over them. No, like, no, I, we get, we you get can't be just friends when you just get out of a relationship. We get that the ex is hot. I mean he he's hot. He's a gorgeous guy. Like, yeah, so he, he's yeah, he's he's the ten. He's like the guy <laughs> that the, that she told you not to worry about. Right, exactly. That's exactly what Jimmy G is. <laughs> and and like Trey Lance is like, oh okay, he's gullible. You know, he's a young guy. He's gullible. So like he believes him. That's gonna come back around to bite them in the ass. Yep. Yep. So. All right, well, we got a good show. We got, um, we're going to finish talking about the NFL. Then we got OT Dish on this day in sports history. Then we got college football, baby. College football college is back. football is back. We had some meaningful football. Um, then we're going to do, we got a couple of things uh, for you can't make this shit up. Yep. And I think we got a couple of things for some other sports news because I, I guess baseball's still going on. I didn't know that. Baseball, Ten- um, tennis. Tennis, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, other, you know, sports. Pickleball. Pickleball. Dude, we should start a pickleball league. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I know everybody saw everybody and their grandmother saw this because this happened like right after our show last week. But Aaron Donald was already a scary motherfucker. You put two helmets in his hand <laughs> and him swinging it around. <laughs> he looks like the most terrifying being on earth. Yeah. That's a that is the apex predator. Yes, like that he is the <laughs> ultimate. Like if you have like the just the giant pyramid of predators, you have Aaron Donald with two helmets on top, and then you have everybody else. I found I you know I mean I guess it's it's a fight, but I I still found uh, some humor 
especially towards the end because the video that they captured that was captured of it basically has that crowd that huddle of everybody and then next thing you know it you see like a couple you can barely see a couple helmets kind of going around and stuff and next thing you know it Aaron Donald just comes out of the huddle just with two like a fistful of both of like two helmets of Bengals and I, it's it's you know, funny you know what it reminded me of you remember how in uh what was it I think it's Star Wars episode two or episode yeah episode two or three where Joan Grievous has those lightsabers and he's just spinning them around <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Aaron Donald with two fucking helmets. Yeah. That just was... like, get out of his way. Yep. Get out of his way because he, he is the apex predator. It's like Aaron Donald's up at the top and then you have like the T-Rex, Godzilla, and then just everything else that, that has ever – Saber True Tiger. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It, it's Aaron Donald then the rest. But <laughs> yeah, that was that was fucking crazy. Um, I guess him and uh, Miles Garrett are best friends now. Yes. Yes, okay. I would have to. I would have to say so. But I would. I will say this. I. I. You know what? We've kind of seen quite a bit of fights happen this oh, yeah. uh, this it. year. Dude, I get. I'm getting pumped. I know the fans do love it, but that only makes me think that the NFL is gonna drop these joint practices sometime soon. It, I hate to say it, but I think it's gonna happen. It's just <sighs> that's a cla- That would be a classic NFL move. Yep. Fuck that. No, it's, let the boys play. I know. Let the boys play. I like the joint NFL practices. I feel like it's oh, good. I love it, it. it. It's good for like morale. It's good for experience. Like it, it it'll help ease them because these preseason games, man, half the starters don't fucking play. Yeah, and like nobody's actually like doing anything. Uh, it's like the the the. The second and third string are like playing for their jobs, while like you don't want to put the first string out there because they're not playing for anything, so they're not going to play hard. Well, some they're, of them, they, some of them actually do get out there, but and I feel like they play a little bit harder than they do in practice because like you know, like when you're playing in practice, you're playing against your own team, right. so like you're you're still one team and stuff. But like when you're playing against somebody else, it's like okay, I don't give a fuck about this person right next to me. Like this guy, I'm gonna go fuck this guy up. Right, but I think like with the starters they're not gonna they don't want to try and like risk getting injured you know what i'm saying so like they 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 have to they have to play hard in the preseason but they don't want to play yeah you see what i'm saying speaking of playing hard how good did Jameis winston look Jameis winston looked looked good good he looked good he looked good yep he's mvp caliber arm right there oh absolutely we already knew this mvp caliber arm there i mean it's just it's showing that they are going to the super bowl yes yes and and here's the thing he's so unpredictable he's so unpredictable like you you have no idea what he's gonna do next i don't know what he's gonna he he doesn't even know what he's gonna do next you think that's the purpose of his workouts is that you know don't don't let him know your thoughts your next thoughts that's why they're so bizarre yes and also again i don't think he knows what he's doing so or I don't know. I don't think he knows what he's gonna do next. So how in the world can you plan for somebody who doesn't even know what they're gonna do next? Exactly. He just goes with the flow. It's I the love ultimate it. wild card. Ultimate wild card, bitches. And you need that. Every every championship team has a wild card. You have to have a wild card. Yes. Yeah. We just happen to have ours as our quarterback. But um, so Brady, ha- Tom Brady has a new face. Yeah, he's got a new face. He um. He definitely, you can definitely tell he went where there was some uh, sunshine. Definitely some sunshine. Um, he took another sip from the Fountain of Youth, um, and his 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 like draw looks a little. I it looks like he already had a pretty sharpened, chiseled jawline, 
it looks even sharper now. Even sharper. Like it could probably, probably like debone a ham or something. Like he could cut through, cut through a ham. So you're saying he's uh, he's going to be the dinner or uh, the turkey dinner, the Thanksgiving dinner. Jesus yeah. and Pete's. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. He's going to be the Thanksgiving dinner knife. Yes. He's got to watch out when he goes down on Giselle, because that could Ooh. get that could get. Uh, you know that could get sloppy. That's that's safety violations. Safe, I mean safety, that's yes. OSHA. Yeah. Got to watch it. OSHA. They, they're OSHA's going to get involved. Yeah. They they're in your bedroom. Yeah. Damn. Making sure you're safe. <laughs> they're always watching. Um, so I did see something else. Uh, Aaron Rodgers admitted to playing on Percocet. How? Like why he is number nine and number 10 he's averaging on all of the top 10 quarterbacks lists from all the analysts and experts he's on he's like number nine number 10 the reigning double mvp is number nine number 10 on people's charts like do they not understand he is on drugs (laughs) you always go with the guy on drugs go with the drugs Yes. Go with the guy on drugs. Yes. And the thing is, like, he's admitted to, like, he's just, I think he's just, like, messing with people. <clears throat> I think he's just messing with people now. He's just like, let's see how far I can go. So he admitted to doing um, whatever the psychedelic was. Now he's admitting to doing Percocet. So he's just like, ooh, they're not going to, they're not going to find or suspend me for this. <laughs> Still haven't drug test him yet. Still haven't done drug, <laughs> like, I mean, the He's just going to push it. He's just going to see how far he can go. Yeah. Again, he's going to be in all of my fantasy leagues because nobody's going to fucking draft him. And he's going to be awesome because he's on drugs. <laughs> Always go with the drug guy. So, um, let's see. <laughs> oh, we had the... Uh, <laughs> this is not a good omen for the Baltimore Ravens. Not a good omen for the Baltimore Ravens. What's that? The Ravens mascot. Had to get carted off the field. Yes, I saw that. He uh, he left his mask on, um, or he left. Yeah, he left the mask on, and there was a girl like petting the beak. <laughs> <laughs> like that was gonna that was gonna make him feel better. He's just petting the beak. Uh, hey, you gotta give him props. You gotta give him props. He stayed in character he the did. entire time. He did not break character. Did not break character. I just don't. I don't think that's good for the Ravens. Especially with all this Lamar Jackson to Miami talk. Oh yeah, that's which, that's kind of weird. Which is bizarre. Yeah. Why? Why? Where did? Where the fuck did that story come from? I don't know, but apparently he liked a picture of himself in a Miami jersey. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man, I think I, love- I think that's because like fan Miami fans are very big on like you know big free agent acquisitions. They're they they are definitely one. I mean, obviously we had the Tom Brady, Sean Payton. They anytime there's a big name free agent, everybody's like, oh, he's going to Miami. Oh yeah, I guess Miami's the destination. I mean, it's a great city. It's it's nice and warm. No state tax. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But I I just love how like. The internet will take something so small like that and just run with it. And just run with it, yeah. Run with it. We got something with uh, NBA coming up later, but yeah, something so small, it just sprouts into like the biggest fucking tree ever. Yeah. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Do you got anything else on this? On the Um, NFL? Yeah, they had some some trades go through. 
you know, not as big as during the off season, but we had the Jags trade for Chenault, um, the wide receiver, oh, yeah, or yeah, trade yeah. to Chenault to the Panthers. And then uh, Eagles, which I thought was funny. This one is not like a big-time player, but they traded Ugo Amandi uh, to the Titans for late-round picks after he had been on the team for nine days. After nine they, days. <laughs> after they traded for him uh, from Seattle. So that was kind of funny. But I wonder what happened. There was quite a few trades that went through, which was I thought was interesting was. during there, this there for was, this like, time. Right after, like, yeah. It, well, it was uh, they they made all their uh, they they made all their cuts so that every team has their fifty three man roster now. Yeah. So I guess yeah they're moving shit around. I guess that was part of. The- but some of them, a lot of them, did it before they actually because they were you know you can tell it's like players that they were probably going to cut. So there must be like a market. For you know, other teams for these players, like they they could have been like, oh hey, Titans, another team. You know, they probably I'm sure they have like a whole board well, they, of they, analytics that are. They probably needed a position on like the practice squad or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm guessing. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, I did see this. This was funny. Uh, the Texans, the Houston Texans. Since the year 2000, the Texans have more playoff wins with four than the Cowboys. <laughs> That's funny. It's always um, funny to show on the Cowboys. What? Who? Who uh, helped out with that? I'm trying to think. Schaub, or yeah. Okay, Matt, Matt Schaub. Schaub. Yeah, Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub did. Schaub, I think won two. Yeah, right? and then what, Deshaun won one. Deshaun huh? won one, or Deshaun might have won two. I don't remember, but yeah, they have four. The Cowboys have three since the year two thousand. That's funny. And that was shitting on the Cowboys. We should have. <laughs> we, we need to have a sec, uh, segment now shitting on the Eagles. Yes, because because the fact that they can go to they they actually think they can go to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts is astounding. Jalen Hurts is a fucking loser. He's been a loser since fucking college. They he couldn't make it at Alabama. He got destroyed when he was at Oklahoma. Like he's just not gonna win. He's not going to win. He sucks. Philadelphia sucks. So tell us how you really feel. I hope AJ Brown breaks his fucking ankle. Yeah, no, Phillies. It's definitely Phillies are mortal enemy yeah, right now. Yeah, I hate Philly. Which I, honestly, like, I, you it, know what? Let's just do instead of like let's shit on Cowboys or let's shit on Philly. Let's shit on the NFC East. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I, I mean, I don't have anything against the Commanders or the Giants just yet, but I, mean, I will. I will. They, I'll they'll find be, it. They'll be easy to well, shit on. Here, and, and you know what? Here's the thing. The, the two teams that I hate the most, they have something in common. They're both birds. The oh. Eagles and the Falcons. I fucking hate them. And I hate the Seahawks. But that's just because Marshawn Lynch just... So you hate birds. I hate birds. Yeah, I don't like birds. I don't trust birds. I think okay. they're... they're they, I, I buy into the fact that they're all cameras that the government uses to spy on us. Sneaky, maniacal little creatures. Yes, fuck them. Fuck yes. the birds. Fuck the birds. Yeah. And honestly, with the Seattle thing, it's just because Marshawn Lynch took out his giant dick and just like... Right on her face. And just flopped it out. Dude. And he literally, he, t- he turned around, jumped in the end zone, and holding the dick. Yep. Yep. That was a terrible, terrible time. <sighs> Had to be against the Saints. Although all those things go against the Saints. All right. Um, Let's see. I don't have anything else in the NFL. Do you? I think that's about it okay. for me. All right. Let's get to On This Day in Sports History, our OT Dish segment. Um, I'll go first. The On this date in 1939. New York Yankee Atlee Donald pitches a baseball a record 94.7 miles per hour. 
That was a that was a record fastball back in 1939. 94.7 miles per hour? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, that's a average fastball now. Like that's kind of on the lower end of the fastball spectrum now. Yeah. Like, you got college kids pitching that. Oh yeah. But um I looked it up. I was wondering what the record was. Aroldis Chapman uh pitched a 105.1 mile an hour uh, fastball against the Padres on September twenty fourth, two thousand ten. Oh. That's what Google said was the 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 record. So the record. Yeah. What you what you got? Uh, two thousand and twelve. Andy Roddick announces he will retire following the U.S. Open. Oh, okay. So this was in two thousand twelve. This was his last. Let's go around a little tennis action there. Yep, a little tennis action. I figured it's pretty fitting right now so with the U.S. Open going yeah. on. No, Rafael Nadal is actually, right now, he is, he's winning. He's up two sets to one. They're in the fourth set. He's winning 3-2. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date on that one. Yep. Um, I didn't put any money on him. I wish I would have. I mean, it probably would have been, like, terrible odds. But anyways, um, on this date in 1969. Ooh. The 69th U.S. Golf Amateur Championship was won by Steve Melnick. Steve Melnick. Nice. <laughs> That's the only thing I got to say about that. All right. Nice. All right. In 1997, we had the first WNBA championship. The Houston Comets beat the New York Liberty. Dude, that's wild. I th- I would have th- I I didn't know the WNBA started then. I thought I I thought the WNBA was started way before then. Oh yeah, no, it's I, I thought it was like in the eighties. They had eighteen that eight teams at that time. Now they've grown grown to twelve teams, and then a little bit of history behind that. The Houston Comets end up winning the first NBA championship and went on to win the next three. So they oh, had a gotcha. four a four fi- finals uh, streak. A dynasty there. Dynasty. And then, actually, while I was looking it up, kind of a fun fact, WNBA is the only sports league, the only sports league where a team went from the worst record to winning a championship. And it was like, I forgot what year it was, but the Detroit uh, Shocks. Oh, Which, that's a cool. That's a cool name. That's cool. I yeah, know they they literally shocked the world, you know. And so went they from went the, from the worst record to the champion, winning the championship. Wow, that's pretty incredible. So, I, I mean, I, I, I still I don't watch the W. Uh, I don't watch the WNBA. I actually had no idea there was only twelve teams. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like it started in 1997, so it's like it's it's very new. It's very new. Like it, it still needs to develop. I think it has potential to develop. You know, um, but you know, trying to say it's on the same level as the NBA right now, I think it's just a that's little that, step too far. That's absurd. Yep, that is fucking absurd. Um, oh, we need to update on on Dennis Rodman. See how he's doing. Oh, he's not going. Oh, he's not going. No, he backed out. He well. The U.S. government uh, advised him not to. What? I, I know. He was the hero we all needed. Oh, all right. Let's go, Brandon. Anyways. <laughs> all right. Um, so in 1990, this is a good one. This is, this, is, this is my favorite. 1990, Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. become the first father-son duo to play on the same baseball team. Oh yeah, that was kind of that's kind of cool. I, was, I love the kid. Ken Griffey Jr. was one of my favorite players growing up. Oh, uh, he was awesome. Yeah. And then, I, honestly, really, just one of the best 
all-around baseball players that there was. Right. You know, just every every facet of the game. That that's what made him so so good. Right. And, and like the, this this like moment was pretty good cuz it was special because like you know, you see a lot of like siblings or cousins play together. You don't you rarely rarely ever see a father and a son play together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we might actually see that in another sport though. LeBron? Yep. I hope so. Like it, I hate LeBron, but it's still like it's kind of cool to see that. It shit. would be a neat a neat moment. Yeah, like if they both shared the court together, you know, it, it it would be cool. I again, I would hate Bron. I hate or I hate LeBron, but I would I would kind of put my hatred aside just for a little bit to watch him for a couple of games and then I'd go back to hating him. I wonder I I think it's a good like moment, like sentimental moment, but I wonder how how well that would actually work in the large scheme of things. I think it would work better in a baseball game than a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? Because well, like, think if, about all the coaching the dad's going to do. Oh yeah, during it's, the game, it's gonna be, he's going to be like a father figure on the court. On the court, yeah, that's going to get that. That would piss me off. It'd get messy. Yeah, I I could see the son, you know, just yeah, uh-huh. not taking that very well. Right. What you, you got one more? I got one more. So in 1987, the second World Championships of Athletics, which is basically the World Championships of track and field. I, get, I think so. Athletics? Okay. No, it is. That's, oh, that's what it is? Okay. Yeah, I had to look it up. I think there's a couple other sports that get added on into it, um, but but I didn't realize that. I figured it would be called like, you know, something like something within the, along the lines of track and field, but... Or just, you know, track and field. But it makes sense. I mean, it's athletics. Yeah. Like, it's, they are athletes, you know, doing athletic events. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I regress. Uh, Carl Lewis wins the gold in the 100-meter uh, run after Ben Johnson is disqualified. For, for what? Uh, for steroids? Yes, yes. But the fun fact of this was they – he actually, like – Apparently, what happened was he they placed first and second at the time of the event. It wasn't until two years later that he was disqualified because after he admitted that he uh, took BEDs. He admitted it? He admitted it. What do you mean? You, oh, it probably ate at his soul. Yep. Yeah, I would have to say so. His I mean, conscience weighed on him. He's like, oh, I can't do this. Dude, all right, let's just – I know everybody talks about this, but – why not? Let's just see. Let's push the limits. Let's see. Let's like inject us with these fucking steroids and see how far we can go. Well, we'll I mean, we'll give people a choice. We'll just make. We'll create a separate, a separate uh, competition. You know, for juiced up athletes. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Yeah. So there'll be there'll be men, women, and juiced up. Juiced men, women, juiced. <laughs> That's fine. Don't and and you don't you don't have to like split the men and women on the juice. It's no. just men, women, juice. Juiced. Yep. I like it. Okay. We gotta start this. Let's 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 get that going. Um oh look at that. Nadal uh went up four two on the fourth set. There we he go. He is going to win in four sets probably. This is uh, he's he's so good. He's so good. Although this doesn't count because uh Novak Djokovic can't play. He couldn't come to the U.S. Yeah, I know. So this doesn't count. Doesn't doesn't fucking count. All right, let's get let's move on to college football. I'm fucking excited. We finally had meaningful football. Yes, yes. Finally had meaningful football. I bet on every single game except for the Florida State game. I uh, I did. I took your advice. I bet all the overs. Oh, absolutely. How did it go? I bet all the over. I I won five and I lost five, which ended up 
meaning I I lost money, but it's okay because I was really excited okay. and it felt good to root for every team to score points. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm rooting for every team instead of rooting against every team. Yes. It was fun. Um, the reason why I didn't do the Florida State game is because uh, I I could I, I had no idea how that was going to go. Because it's like they're playing, like it's, it's basically a college team playing a high school team. Yeah, and that's the thing, because you really kind of, on those overs, you're banking on both teams performing well. So if it's lopsided, you're banking on one team to just score an obnoxious amount of points, which, I mean, if it's not an Oklahoma or, you know, whatever, some team that plays all offense and no defense, you're going to have a hard time doing that. Right, and what I figured figured would happen is they would go up like 35-0 in the first half, and then their starters would just be out. Like yeah. they, they wouldn't even play their starters in the second half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then and then they would just wouldn't score. So I mean I and I I, I I'm glad I didn't because the under hit. Um there was also did you see the picture of that Duquesne player that had his his pants hiked up like Grandpa Joe? Yes. Yes. That was that was that was kind of funny. That's when it was just like, okay, this is what a major college program is playing. Like they I mean, this guy is not recruiting. These teams are not recruiting from you know high schoolers, you know, and big uh, actually big time athletes. They're literally just walking around campus and be like, "Oh, you're big, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're above six foot. Oh, you look, you're you're two hundred twenty five pounds. Yeah, come play football." <laughs> I, I've been on Duquesne's campus. I actually played rugby against uh, Duquesne. They're not they're not they're not big. They're not smart. gonna lie. We we went to a party in Duquesne. Yeah, I went to a couple parties in Duquesne. Actually, yep. it's not bad. Yeah. Pittsburgh's a cool city, but. They're 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 smart people. Yes. They're not they're not necessarily the most athletic of people. They're they're very smart though. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Um so yeah. Shout out to them. Um I think Scott Frost is done. Like I uh, and here's here's the thing. Well, here's what I mean by done. I I'm gonna predict this. I don't think he's gonna last the rest of the year. No, absolutely not. Now and that's that that that's nothing against uh, Pat Fitzgerald in Northwestern because I think Pat Fitzgerald is a very, very good coach and I think he's building a decent program at Northwestern. He's not going to be able to like, you know, dominate it or anything in the Big Ten because he it, it's just, it's Northwestern. He's not going to get any any talent. But I think what's what he's been given, he's doing a very, very good job. With that being said, if you're Scott Frost in Nebraska, you have to win this game. Yeah, I mean his last name may be Frost, but now his seat is just hit heating up. It's it, it, it's it, scorching. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, he, he might as well be called Scott Scorch. Yeah, I, and like that's the thing. Like, I mean, Northwestern is always a mid-tier Big Ten team, and I mean, given like you said, they're they're good each year. I mean, Pat Fitzgerald is a good coach and all, but if you're if you're trying to prove that you you're a team that made the next step. You gotta beat them. You gotta beat them. I don't. I don't care. Like, hey, it may, you know what? They could have maybe beat them by three, but it still would have been a win. It would have still mm-hmm. at least shown there was some sort of progression. Uh, I, but did they? Did they not win this game, or did they lose this game? Oh no, no, no. They they lost the game. They they they. It's like because you know, like you you play to win the game. I get it. But it seemed like he was kind of playing to just like he, this was like he was playing to lose the game. He thought he was Sean Payton before he was Sean Payton. Yeah, but like, bro, you got like, this is this is you got all the momentum, and you you're up by eleven, and you you kick an onside kick, twenty eight to seventeen with nine minutes left in the third quarter, and they they just scored, 
and kick an onside kick. Like who? I mean, who are you fooling on Nobody, this? Nobody. Like no. What? It it, it kind of hurt my brain when I saw that. Like I was just like, I I don't. I didn't understand what he was doing. Like, I don't know what's going through his brain. You know what? I can understand, like, maybe if you did some if you did some good research, maybe if the game was a little bit on a bigger stage, you know? Uh, but Maybe he felt something in the grass in Ireland? I, he must have. He must have. Uh, I don't know. So it got something in Ireland that it, got him uh, feeling have. something. I, 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 he might have got drunk. Uh, he might have saw a uh, leprechaun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Big pot of gold. Yeah, he thought he was feeling lucky. He, he feeling lucky. Yeah, he he thought he saw a leprechaun. It turned out it was just a a, a miniature uh, miniature person. No miniature. Yeah, miniature. That, is that what we call mini mini me miniature miniature person? Miniature person. Yeah. Okay. We it, can't say midget anymore. Oh, we can't. No, no, no saying midget. Okay. Yeah, that's, no, we'll, that's not we'll, allowed. We'll, we'll bleep this part. We out. won't say midget. We will never say midget. So ever. Um. Okay, so he saw a little lep. Oh, got it. Okay, well, then he he's he's fine. Then he's good, right? Well, it could have happened to anybody, right? Yeah, but he wasn't lucky. No, he was. Well, the that was like one of those evil leprechauns that go in and like tear your insides out or something like that. Yeah, he he basically just ripped out Scott Frost's brain. Yes, that's what that, that's because they never scored again. No, they no they, they he went they went ice cold like he Scott Frost just froze everybody. Yes, it was bad. Um, but yeah, that was kind of funny. I always kind of like watching Nebraska suck. It's just, it's hilarious to me. It's like watching Texas suck. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, oh, Nebraska, Cornhuskers, baby. It's back. It's like the late 90s again, blah, blah, blah. It never happens. It's like, you know, Texas is back. Horns up. Let's go. No, they're not. Um, I mean, they, they, they're really excited about this kid at quarterback, Texas is. We'll see how that plays out. You talking about Arch Manning or are no, you talking about uh, no, um, the guy who Ewers? They, yeah. He's uh, they, they're yours. They're, yeah, they're he uh, he was a transfer from um, Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State. They're pretty high on him over there. It's it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I am high about? What's that? <clears throat> LSU versus Florida State coming up this weekend, baby. Absolutely. Day. Um. Okay. So, okay. So so what Brian Kelly is doing by not announcing the starting quarterback, which everybody knows it's gonna be Jaden Daniels, like. Him not announcing it is—he's it, like it's a strategic move. He—he he, he says he has an advantage. I agree. I don't know why why programs feel the need to announce their starting quarterbacks when they're having a quarterback. Uh, they're they're dueling. Their two quarterbacks are dueling it out. Like why not just save it for game day? Why not? Like you already you yourself already know who's gonna start. Who gives a shit? Don't tell them. Now that they don't know who the game plan for. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, he's absolutely right. It's just the the people that freak out are the media people and the fans because, you know, they don't have any patience. I don't, I, I, I love and the media and the media just you know they they only latch on to quarterbacks not realizing that there's other people that play on the field at the at the same time you know, so they they want to talk about the quarterback. Yeah. Dude, I'm actually really fucking excited for LSU. I like. I think we're so far under the radar, and that's where we thrive. Oh, absolutely. That is where we thrive. When we when we start in like the top ten, never works out well. Never. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sometimes it does, but no, yeah, no we we rarely ever when we're works written out. off. That's the when we that's actually when, that's do when really we good. play well. Also, I I like Brian Kelly. I think he is going to. Because, like, college is obviously going through – college football is obviously going through a big transition phase right now. 
it's clearly like they're going they're they're kind of like pushing towards this, the super conferences they got like all these nil deals going on the transfer portal it's huge it's going through a transfer phase um <clears throat> a transition phase i'm sorry uh i think brian kelly is like one of the best coaches for that i think he adjusts to the new times and to new things very, very well. I think, and I, I'm really excited to see him moving forward with that. Yes. Because uh, he he kind of goes with the flow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you have to. I mean, you have, yeah, I mean, even the most stubbornest of people like Nick Saban understands that he has to be able to translate or, you know, transition, move, transition with the times and, you know, be able to adapt. Right, right. And uh, like I said, I think Brian Kelly is going to be one of the best at it. Um, but let's see. Uh, oh, we had a, a mascot name change. I love these. Uh, South Carolina. Yes. Changed their mascot name. Yes. Right? So, yeah. So I, I did some digging into this. Uh, apparently, they, as they explained it, Sir Big Sir, or Sir Big Spur. Sir sorry. Big Spur. That was the My apologies, previous, South Carolina the, fans. The previous name, right? That was the previous name. Yeah. Uh, has expired. What do you mean? Uh, it expired? Yeah. <laughs> like, it ex- a, like a, a bad carton of milk? Uh, that's that's <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, it is expired. Uh, the Twitter handle changed its name to Mascot. Um, oh, it's pulling a Washington football team. So it did that for a second, but then they actually did get a name for it. Okay. But it's the uh, it's the general. The general. The general is the mascot now. So okay. I, at All first, right. as I, first when I, reading through, I don't, the, I don't get it. But. Well, as first through reading through the Twitter, I thought it was because there was maybe a possible like, uh, you know, like woke that you know the name got canceled, which I didn't see how Sir Big Spur was getting canceled, but apparently somebody copyrighted it. Oh, that name! And well so, done. It's like Taco in the league. He copyrighted the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. Um. URL. The, yes, he got <laughs> Jerry the, Jones bought it from him for like five hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, that was one of my favorite episodes. So they changed it to the uh, the general, which is it's it's our it's not bad. I but don't get it. I don't get it. I would never if I looked at a gamecock, I would never fucking name you the general. Now my cock, I would name the general, but not a not a not a chicken. It's funny that you say that because the uh, the fan. The fan name for it that has been gaining some attention is Cock Commander. Oh, so, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Cock Commanders? Yeah, Cock Commander. We need to make that a hat. Yeah. That, that, that would go well. well we could make a hat. Yeah. So the, the, the Cock Commanders. Yeah. So, according to the fans, the mascot is named the Cock Commander. Okay. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. The, the South Carolina Cock Commanders. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Um, <laughs> Yep, so f- college football is completely underway. We got week zero just passed. We got week one coming up. Rafael Nadal's about to win. He just, oh, went up. He's about to win the third, the fourth set. He'll, he's going he's gonna to win the whole fucking thing. He's going to be the great. He's going to, actually, I think Djokovic is going to go down as the, the best of all time, but he's going to be right there. Um, anyways, you got anything else on college football before we move on? Uh, not, nope. I mean, we got, we got a huge slate coming up this weekend, so. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll have some more college football, and I got some stuff coming up, but that's going to be with our next segment. Right. Um, okay, well, let's, let's get to it then. You can't make this shit up. Um. <laughs> can't make this shit up. I, yeah, this, this, these are my, these are some of my favorite. Like, I like the on this day in sports history stuff, but, like, this, some of this stuff is just wild. Yes. Um, 
One thing I saw, Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out. Wow. Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out of a game. Which, I mean, like, if you kind of think about it, it kind of makes sense. He'd be the one getting fouled. Yes. But just the fact that he played that long and had that much, like, that, and he played that long and that much and never fouled out. Well, and especially, like, a guy in his position, too. I mean, he was making a bunch of blocks. So, I mean, that puts him in a vulnerable situation of getting fouls. Right. Even if you are head and shoulders taller than everybody else, you're still going to get, like, you're still going to foul. Like, yeah, it's it, I don't know. It it I thought that was crazy. No, that's a crazy stat. Yeah, what what you got? All right, then uh, you can't make this shit up. Uh, this one's an awesome one, but just crazy that it happened. But the um, so at the at the Northwestern uh, Nebraska game, yes. Dublin, Ireland. It's, yes. So they they had an internet problem and. Basically, with the gen- from the generosity of the Irelands, which shout out the Irish, Irish, Irish. So Gosh. shout out, shout out to the Irish for this one. Instead of just you know shutting down concessions because the internet was down, they started handing out free beer, free beer, free beer to everyone. You know what? You know what happened? That leprechaun that Scott Frost saw was not for him. That was for the fans. That was for the fans. That leprechaun was for the people. Yes. It, there was a pi- there was a pile of gold. It was just beer. It was beer. Yes. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> he had a nice pot of gold and it was just in the form of beer. It was in the form of the same color and everything. Everything. Yeah. So, that's what it was. Yeah. All right. Luck of the Irish, baby. Let's fucking go. I, I petition that we have more games in Dublin Ireland. Yes. Let's, ever, let's have, like, I, I think at least one game a week in Dublin Ireland. Yes. I, I agree. And I will personally go snap the internet cord or dis, disconnect the modem. I, and then I love the tribute that the fans make towards uh, afterwards is they started doing the uh, the cup snake. Oh, that was a huge one. Dude. It Did was you see huge. That? Well, they I were giving was... out free beer. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're in Ireland, so when in Ireland, you just drink. Yes, right? exactly. I think that's like they, 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 they drink – that more than water it's like i think it yes it, yes it, it is their life's blood like it's yeah most it's, people are 78 percent water they're 78 percent beer yes okay all right cool um let's see oh i saw this one if michael phelps were a country he'd rank number 35 on the uh all-time olympic gold list he would be ahead of 97 countries 97 yeah just michael phelps by himself Olympic golds, good gosh! Entire countries, yeah. That's, it, that's just wild. To it think is. About. That's wild. It, it, like, you can't make that up, man. Can't make that shit up. One person. But all right. Um, and then my last, you can't make this shit up. Basically, have we have two? I they they called them hang hungover guys. Oh, I saw this. But <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they were still drunk. They the were next hammer. So the next day, they basically are you know your typical sports betting guys. One's like a local restaurant owner. The other one was at a former Golden Goldman Sachs uh, employee, and basically had this bright idea that they were going to bet Utah State, and they. The original idea was to bet Utah State, you know, over seven, uh, seven and a half games or something seven like that. Seven and a half wins. Yeah. yeah, seven and a half wins for the season. But they basically, in their words, said, "Fuck it, let's just vote for him for the natty." So, an, uh, for a thousand to one odds, they had put a thousand dollars on Utah State winning the national championship. I'm rooting for it. Oh, absolutely. I'm rooting for it. Yes. I, I hope to God they they Utah State wins. 
um, in the national championship, and these guys get paid. And you know what? They were they were asked because you know obviously Utah State plays Alabama at the beginning of the season, and they were like, you know, they play Alabama, and their response was priceless. It was basically they were like, yeah, that's exactly why we thought it still is a good pick because if they don't play Alabama then there's no justification of putting them into the playoffs. But once they beat Alabama, once they beat, not if, once, once they, they beat, beat Alabama, Alabama, they they'll have a, you know, an argument oh, for going yeah. to the, the well, playoffs. If, if they go undefeated and they have the beating Alabama on their resume, they're, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, you can't hold you can't, them. You can't keep hold them back. Yeah. You can't I mean you can't say like oh wait yeah no they beat the greatest team greatest coach of you know co- all of college football and the best team in the last two decades but yeah no you can't go to the playoffs and you're undefeated oh okay yeah so let's go Utah State yeah Utah State I'm down they they won last weekend so let's go yes I'm I'm, I'm all in for it yeah it, it's not promising because Utah State did beat UConn 31 to 20 nope, on the that first week matter. it was the first but, week yes doesn't, doesn't matter first week uh, just brushing the brushing yeah. the dust off it's getting all the good. wrinkles out yep yep all right so they they're gonna win they're gonna beat Alabama I might bet on Utah State to beat Alabama. <laughs> I'll bet a money line too. I'm not even gonna bet the spread. I'll bet a money line, dude. We just need those, yeah, those, those drunk Vegas. Uh, oh man, betters. All right, well, so my last one. You can't make this shit up. So in 2004, this is fucking insane. Um, in 2004, Peyton Manning led the NFL with 49 touchdown passes on 400 or yeah, 497 attempts. That means one of every 10 passes that Peyton Manning threw that year was a touchdown. Two. One of ten. Every that it was the highest touchdown percentage uh mark in NFL history. Wow. Unreal. One of every ten passes was a touchdown. Yeah. It's fucking insane. But all right, let's get to some other news. Um Aaron Judge hit number fifty. That's yes. fun. You got the judge tracker. Judge tracker, yeah. Number uh I think he's at fifty right now. I don't know what I just saw he hit his fiftieth. Um imagine if he took steroids. He's already a giant as it is. Yeah, I mean, like he in like he would have the stamina to just hit bombs all year long. Yeah, I I feel like though he would be the one that could get away with it because he's already big. Like if you had like you know somebody like a you know how Steve Rogers uh, transitioned in Captain America. If you go from like a, t- a teeny weeny guy to like a big guy, it's like yep. oh okay that guy's on steroids. He's but on if Royce. it's it was like it's like when Sammy Sosa went from like this scrawny dude to uh, a neck the size of like Goldberg's bicep. Yes, you know it's it is obvious. So yeah, you're right. So Aaron Judge, get on the juice. Yeah, get on the juice. All juice team, all juice Olympics, <laughs> all juice Olympics. Let's go. But yeah, so um, I guess that's what I got on that yeah. one. Um, okay, so this one was interesting. We alluded to this earlier um, when we were talking about the Lamar Jackson to Miami stuff. This was uh, Donovan Mitchell removed his uh, removed Jazz from his Twitter bio. Ah, he pulled a Kyler Murray. Pulled a Kyler Murray, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is amid the the Knicks trade buzz, the trade to the Knicks, all the uh, trade talks to the Knicks. Yes, it is. It is amid all that, but I just, I guess that's the new thing. Is just like you know, if you're trying to get out or you're not happy with the team, you is it a go? Is it a negotiation tactic? It is, might that, be. is that what it is? Like, because like uh, you see more and more. 
people doing that. Like again, like Lamar Jackson liking a, a picture with the Miami Dolphins uh, in a Miami Dolphins jersey. Yep. You know, Kyler Murray taking the Cardinals off. Donovan Mitchell taking the Cardinal or taking the Jazz off the Twitter bio. It's like, crazy to think these people are how these people are finding this stuff out. Like somebody's like following like very intensely yeah, on they, these they athletes. Have like, okay, well, I mean, like I have Adam Schefter on like. On high alert, so every time he tweets something, I get a notification. What, what if he likes a tweet? I don't know. It's not if he likes, but if he tweets or retweets something, then I get a notification. I get I get a, t- a retweet, but I, I'm just saying, like these people that are like finding out liked, who likes like like yeah, something. That's, that's wild. Yes, you gotta be like obsessed. This is like borderline like stalker. Unless it's unless it's the person who posted it, I just. Which I highly doubt. It also could be their agents. Like, hey, um, when you uh, you're gonna like this picture, and then I'm gonna tip people off to it. To to that, it. That's which is a good strategy. I I agree. I, I would do it. Uh, so it is strategic. Yeah. There, there's some. Uh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Last thing I got. Do you have anything else on the NBA? No, Nothing really is happening. Yeah. Um, so last thing I got. Well, Rafael Nadal is still on the fourth set. He's leading 5-3. Damn, this is taking forever. This is the, like, I mean, well, tennis is, like, the longest fucking sport of all time. It, it takes a good bit. It takes forever, dude. You think baseball takes a long time? Tennis is, damn, it's tennis is like watching grandma pee. It's wild. Um, but last thing I got is uh, our girl Serena Williams. Yes. Serena Williams is uh, she won her first uh, match in the U.S. Open. Yes. So she is officially twenty-one and zero in opening rounds of any major. Nice, good, go. She's the goat. She's, she she's is the, the goat. goat in female tennis easily. Yeah, easily. Um, I'm rooting hardcore for her. I think I might put a bet on her too. Is this her last go around? I think so. I think was she. Remember how she's evolving, evolving from, from, from tennis, tennis, which yeah. is my favorite thing to say. Like, uh, like I don't think people should retire ever. Now, I think it's it's the it's an evolutionary process. Yes, we it, it's only natural because we just we've we've evolved our like our entire existence. So yeah, we should say that you're evolving from tennis to something else yes so and and the thing is is i'm sure she's not going to completely drop tennis completely from her life she's just going to evolve away from it yes gotcha exactly exactly so let's go serena williams baby let's go yep all right you got anything else that's it Alrighty. we'll have a whole slate of college football coming up next week yep i think yep yeah. it'll be in full swing we'll actually We're, have week one <clears throat> Joe and I will either be crying or we will be overjoyed when LSU plays Florida State. We're going to be overjoyed. Overjoyed. Overjoyed, yeah. Yep. Fuck Florida. Fuck the Seminoles. <laughs> but, all right. We will uh, see you all next week. All righty. Love you. Bet the over. All right.